Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The following podcast was originally recorded as a live stream for YouTube on November 29th, 2020, and has been edited slightly to account for the fact that you can't see what's going on. Proceed at your own risk. Well, hey, welcome to our live stream today, this week, the second live stream. Um, So far, I'm calling them just another live stream. I know that's pretty lame. But uh, that's what I'm calling it. So if you are joining us, if you're watching us live on YouTube, I would uh, highly, I would love it if you put in some comments so that we could see them and share them with everybody. That's my cat. My cat's going to be a big part of this today, but not just my cat. I've also brought back Harold Jennett. Hello, Harold. Oh, oh. Harold, get off your phone. Sorry. Wait, just one, just, okay. I know there's more interesting. Oh, are you recording? We are. We're recording right now. Well, we're not. Yeah. It's live. It's live. I'm going to say that a third time just because it's live. So when I heard your cat, at first I thought it was children and I was getting irritated. But the moment I realized it was just a pet, then I was then I thought it was cute. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot about me. Children, no. Cats, Pets Aww. are fine. Yeah. That's Any fine. podcast where there's children screaming in the background, I have I if it's a really good podcast, I'll still listen, but I have a hard time. Yeah, when I used to podcast when my kids were really small, um, I always waited until they were in bed. Yeah. Of course, I was usually up until one or two in the morning, but or chloroform. Used, oh, yeah, that's that can get expensive. Early. That can get expensive. I started. Yeah. I taught them to drink early. <laughs> okay. We don't endorse that on just another fanboy. Children drinking. That's a joke. I hope people understand that I'm joking. You have like a little thing of flashes at the bottom joke because some people joke don't always get. When no. you're joking. No, they don't. No, okay. Or understand so, sarcasm. How's your week been? Um my weeks are going by really fast lately. I mean, I know time goes by fast anyway, but it's just been super bad. Like every time it's Monday, I'm like, it's gonna feel like Friday tomorrow, and it is. Um yeah. but it's all right. Um I'm still uh working on learning coding and I'm still looking for work and uh I need to start drawing in. We talked about that last week. So I need to get a sketchbook and just start doodling for fun and get started yeah. with that. Uh, my son, uh, might have COVID. He probably has COVID. Oh, uh, so we, he's, he got the test. So we're still waiting to hear back. So the poor kid's been in his room for almost all week. We're like, my wife wears the mask and comes up with this plate of yeah. food. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like sliding it under the door. Love you. Don't do anything yeah. bad. You had the, <laughs> you, had on the your pr- phone. you had the prison door put into his door, the prison yeah, food door. Much. Well, I hope it goes okay. We'll see. Well then now the rest of us are probably going to have to, I don't know. We'll see. We're going to find out. So. Yeah, you could you could live in the basement for two weeks. I could easily. I kind of most. I'm living in the basement for most of the time anyway. See, so. we 
our house is really small and really old. And it was literally people laugh when I say this, but it was built before hallways were invented. And <laughs> folks, folks don't quite understand that hallways were an invention. They were, they were not a thing when houses were first being built. So if well, you come to the door and you want to go into the room of the house, you have to go to the rooms to get there. You can't just, there's not a hallway to bypass all the rooms. And so if, if any of us ever had to quarantine from each other, it's, it's not going to happen. It's just, we don't have that here in this house. There's no place my, to like get to, yeah, there's, you have no high, like highway to right, go. Okay. Right. But my doubt that the state, that. uh, along with their counties ha- are putting in place a, um, like working with local hotels to provide people with a place to quarantine. If, if, you know, like an individual in your household has it and they need to quarantine from everybody else, but the way that they can't in their own house, they can go stay at the, at a freaking hotel for two weeks. Well, that's a good point. Cause you just, uh, Oh, Harold just collapsed. We've lost Harold. He's collapsed. Did, did we lose you? Hello? There you go. You hit, I think you'd, it, I, I, but I, now I, I can't hear you. Oh, can you well, hear me? I can hear you. You can't, I can't hear you now. Why can't, <laughs> Uh, this will be fun. Great. I un- my 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 thing accidentally unplugged, so now um it's reset everything. Well, that's awesome. Maybe I can I leave the studio while you're still recording and come back in. I think so. Yeah, let We're me try it because so Harold has left the studio. Um, he's having some microphone headphone difficulties again. I hope you guys are watching this live. I hope some of you are are, are out there watching this live. Um, because I. Well, I hope you're not watching it live now. I don't. I'm. I'm really terrible at this part. Um, oh, thank goodness, Harold is back. It wasn't so bad. Ooh, I had to try to cover, and I wasn't doing very good. Oh well, I'm sure. I, I think they call it vamp. Vamping would be what it is in the game. I thought that's when you suck blood, but that's what I thought too. Makes more sense. So hey, I have a few. How things. was your week? I didn't ask you how your week was. Oh, uh, my week was all right. It's again, okay, it good. was uh, fast. Did you guys do anything for Thanksgiving? <laughs> No, we did. We could, had to cancel all our plans, so we got Chinese, yeah. and I played Diablo three. Yeah, I made the kids uh, fend for themselves for dinner. They were not happy about that, but I went. <laughs> said it's a holiday. I don't feel like cooking. Fend so for did yourself. You have, like turkey and all that, or you just no, no. We just whatever was in the fridge. I said, "Wow, make something." I was gonna do a roast, and decided didn't get up early enough to put the roast in the crock pot. Yours so. was worse than mine. At least we had like a somewhat nice meal. Now we're going to do that on Christmas. Yeah, we're going to we're going to try to put together a, a a nice meal at home for Christmas. But we just decided not to do anything for Thanksgiving this year. Just nothing at all. You were on strike. Yeah, from having fun. Okay, that's right. I don't know if uh, I would consider Thanksgiving fun. I mean, I go to my family. We usually go to my family, and they watch football all day. And I'm not a football guy, and it's not fun. Okay, well, you can come to our place next time. It sounds like a drive. Eh, sounds like a right. drive. So. I noticed the other day that one of my videos that I put up on on YouTube got a downvote. You can like or you can unlike. And I don't get many likes, but typically I only get likes. But this time it's like somebody gave me a unlike. And I don't get I don't understand. I I think you and I have talked about this before. The whole like on Reddit, the whole upvoting versus downvoting. I don't I don't understand why somebody would go out of their way to downvote or unlike something, unless it was, I don't know, extremely offensive or something and was promoting evil, wicked things, I guess. But I just, I don't know. I don't understand the, 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 the thought process behind that. It's like, I don't like this video. It's not enough that I don't like it. I have to 
ruin their algorithmic chances of getting up other people seeing this video. Does that kind of stuff make you angry as well? It makes me angry when I feel like what I posted was actually really good. And when they downvote it, I think, well, they're just downvoting because they disagree with it or they don't get it. But I don't know. I mean, I, it's, it's part of what people do now with social media and the internet in general. So it's, I'm not really angry about it. It's just what people do. Like they, they, I mean, I would prefer that they literally wrote, I don't like this because, or just have like a reason for it, but you know, download, upvote, downvote. And I, but that's yeah. just, that's just how the world is now. Like I'll do that sometimes. I'll just download, I'll downvote something if I don't like it. Um, but I think it might have been the video quality, to be honest, because we were freezing it, up a lot. It wasn't the streaming. It was just one of my uh, episodes that I put Oh, out. okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even remember. What, I think it was the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the last Ronin episode I put up. Yeah. It, it, it kind of bothers me sometimes, but I, I understand why people do it. Um, I would like to know why, though, just so I can know, like, in the future, is this something that I can do anything about? Or is it just that we have different... Like, if they don't get a comic that I put up because they just don't think it's funny, they just don't think it's funny. There's nothing you can do about yeah. it. It's part of life. You need to embrace it. Don't embrace it. But I don't know. It just bugs me. It's like it's hard, en- it's, it's hard enough to get your to get people looking at your stuff. And the way I understand it is each time somebody likes something, it helps the algorithm. It helps it to be seen. So then anytime somebody unlikes it or downvotes it, it makes it harder for people to be and that just... Well, let me rephrase it. If I am uh, looking at someone's video or if I'm on Reddit and the person's got like no upvotes or they have like one, like, and I know my downvote's going to significantly, significantly affect it. I'm usually not going to just do it without thinking. If I really don't like it, I think this person shouldn't be YouTubing or this should put this like, this is really bad quality. I'll still get it, a, give it a downvote. But if they only have like three upvotes and I'm like, they did okay. They're trying. Like, I usually don't do it. So I put some thought into it, but I don't think most people put that much thought into it. Yeah. They go downvote. Don't like, I don't know what a podcast is. Oh, it's this podcast video downvote. Like, I don't know. I think some people just don't care. They don't really think about who's doing it or why. They just, I like, I don't like. And I think in our culture, um, we have a very short attention span nowadays. Did you ever watch the Orville when it was on Fox? No, I did not. They, they did an episode where a lot of their, a lot of their episodes were social commentary. And so they did an episode where they go to a planet that is, um, it's advanced technologically to about where we are now in our world, except for their entire society is driven by upvotes and downvotes. And they all wear these little badges. And anytime you encounter somebody, if you like or don't like whatever it is you're talking about or or whatever your interaction is, you reach over to the little badge and you downvote or you upvote. Well, if you reach a certain number of downvotes, oh no. Oh no. they actually pull you out of society and in essence give you a lobotomy. It's a <laughs> it's actually a pretty it's you watch it and it's funny. There's some funny moments, but it's also it's like, wow, I don't think we're that far away. We're yeah we're I thought you were gonna say they die. Well, I mean been given a lobotomy life do you have after that i feel like i need to see that one now it's it's pretty good it's a pretty good show it's got its moments there's a there's a really great scene in the very first episode where the cap the new captain comes on board and he introduces himself to the crew and one of the crewmen the helmsman kind of raises his hand because the captain's like do you guys got any questions he's like he's like yeah i got a question uh the old captain used to let us drink soda on the bridge i just want to make sure that we're going to be allowed to drink soda on the bridge and the captain kind of thinks about it for a second. He goes, 
Well, yeah, I guess if it's in uh, like a spill-proof container and there's no uh, no fear of it spilling on the console, I think that's fine. And the helmsman just seems really pleased about that. So then later in the episode, when they're disembarking for their maiden voyage, he's like, you know, all ahead full ensign, and the the, the guy's yeah. tapping out on his console, and then he reaches down and he pulls up a can of soda and he drinks a little of it and he puts it back down. Just this subtle little thing that just. Oh, made I thought you were going to so say hard. he spilled it. No, that no, didn't even. He just, he just drinking a soda. Good lord, these cats are going freaking crazy. Can we see the cat? No. I don't want to see the cat. <laughs> I'm angry about that. No. All right. We uh, we uh, we adopted a stray cat, and uh, with my hat hair, my hat hair gone. It is sneezing now, man. That cat is sneezing big time. But we adopted a stray cat, and it is slowly been. Um, becoming a part of the family and now he and the other cat play a lot and that's really nice to see yeah so yeah um have you been able to catch any of the 616 documentaries on disney plus uh i have not watched any of them are they any good they're pretty decent there's some good ones um you should check them out i was hoping we could just fill a whole hour just talking about them but apparently not no Maybe next time we should plan a little better. No. <laughs> no. You know what? I meant right off the bat, I totally botched this, but I meant to mention to everybody that I want to do these live streams every week. Uh, the The goal is to kind of start having a different guest each week. And so far, both of our live stream, both of the live streams that I've been doing have been on a Sunday around the same time. But I have been reaching out to other folks to see if uh, somebody, you know, certain folks would want to come on the show. And, and I'm getting some positive responses, but not everybody's available on a Sunday at, at one o'clock central. Well, I can wear a disguise next time. <laughs> Just a really my voice. A big, <laughs> really fake, obvious nose and mustache. and not Yeah, a big <laughs> fake mustache over your already mustache. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. Wait, hold on. Yo, Whoa. yo, yo. This is our new guest, <laughs> Fred. <laughs> Jeanette Harold. Jeanette Harold. Yeah. Okay. I don't so like yeah, but this. I just wanted to let folks know that um, this isn't necessarily going to be every Sunday at one o'clock central. I mean, we obviously didn't hit that this time because we kind of had a scheduling conflict. So we started a little early, um, but I have three, uh, well, one guest lined up for next week. Um, Frank A. Rincon, half hour wasted Ooh. is going to join me next week. And then I have two other guests that are, that, um, they both said yes, but we haven't nailed a, a date and a time yet, so I'm not going to talk about who they are just yet. And then I'll just uh, reach out for others. And then, you know, anytime you want to come on, you can. You can be like my Charles Grodin. I feel like that's what I, I feel like I'm kind of like your um, Ed McMahon. Well, when Frank comes on, I could be your Ed McMahon during that, but we probably don't want three or four people. I might go in the chat and like make funny snarky comments if the chat's just, live. It's supposed to be. I haven't seen any comments yet, so I don't know if that means that people just aren't watching or or what. I don't I don't know what that means. Well, I the last Frank, time, so I'll, last, have to, I'll have to stay, at least sneak in the chat and keep bothering you guys. Yeah, last week it showed that we had two people viewing at one point, but it uh, according to I'm still getting used to this whole Streamyard thing. Um, but according to Streamyard, the they they should be able to leave comments, but okay. We should spend yeah. the whole episode talking about how many viewers you have. Yes, we got yeah. fourteen in the last episode. Okay, that's hi, hello, that's pretty neat. All of you viewers, I'm looking right at you right now. So anyway, the six one six documentaries are pretty good. You should check them out. They're they're all of course Marvel based. They're all based about you know with Marvel comics. There was um there's a really interesting one that's just about two artists. I think they both live in Spain. And it's just how um, 
Marvel Comics these days, how you don't you don't have to be based in New York anymore, of course, to to be an artist in for Marvel Comics. And so that was really interesting. It's the the very, very first episode is about the Japanese Spider-Man TV show. Oh, from what was it? The 60s or 70s. Um, that is in subtitle because they spend a lot of time talking with the people who made the show and were on the show. And of course, they're all Japanese, so they don't speak English. So so it's a lot I of reading. Read, so I can't watch that one. It's really entertaining. It's a really good one. They they do uh, an episode about um, they call it the Marvel method. Did mm-hmm. you um, not that long back when 2020 started, they launched the Iron Man 2020 comic. I think okay. I read the first issue. It was all right. But uh, they they basically talk about getting that ready for publication and how Dan Slott still is like he's like the last writer who who somewhat uses the Marvel method and how they just how they put it all together. Woods is that his name? The artist. Um, do you remember back in the Infinite Crisis days? I think he penciled Amazon Attacks. Do you remember that series? What was his name? Pete Woods. Pete Woods. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what good. I said. What did I, I say? So. I, you you broke up when you were saying the name. Oh, yeah, Pete Woods. This dude apparently now just lives in a freaking. He just decided one day I I travel America. And he bought a really nice Winnebago, and that's just what he does. He just drives around, and he'll he just uses a freaking iPad or something to do all of his uh, art chores. Oh wow! So he's still making comic books, but he he just drives around in a Winnebago. Probably lives super cheap. Yeah, except for I, I assume gas would have to be pretty expensive. Yeah, but probably less than a mortgage. Yeah, especially if he didn't drive around that much, just park in a Walmart. Hope the cops don't come. So yeah, yeah I, I would have to, I think I need to check that out. I I saw the name a couple times. Right now we're mainly watching The Crown, although we just finished the fourth season. And I really want to dislike Prince Charles, but then I had to keep in mind that a lot of that stuff might be fictionalized. So I don't know how much of it's true. Yeah. So there's a special. I remembered that because Disney Plus has a special on it, a documentary about Princess Diana, and I had no interest in the royal family until I watched the show. So anyway, yeah, Disney Plus. I'll have to. When I was looking, I saw six one six. So maybe I'll look into that because we could use something a little more positive to watch because last couple of shows we watched have been kind of downers like qu- good shows but just depressing um material did you end up watching deadpool it's not yeah. on hoopla no um, it's on it's on hulu we don't ha- okay we don't have hulu right oh now. okay yeah well i've i last week i said i watched deadpool and i thought it was okay and um but i, I watched deadpool 2 the other day and it is much much better i oh, spent a Spent a lot of time laughing throughout that movie. It was a lot more fun. Okay, I think I actually have I have a dollar ninety nine a month Hulu for limited time, but that probably means that I need to get it for twelve. Yeah, twelve. Anyway, yeah, let's just that. Let's do a stream of me looking at my email. Okay, that's quality. This is me watching you looking at your email. Okay, Amazon deals have landed for Cyber Monday week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hulu one ninety nine a month. Um, our church newsletter. Uh, I got a thirty a thirty day free trial of Amazon Prime, uh, and then this one guy gave me a update of what Comicsology Unlimited has this month. And it was, you know, you sent me those about three months in a row now, and I've just not seen anything I'm incredibly excited about. I'm just perfectly happy reading my my Epic collections right now. Yeah, uh, there's a big part of me that's starting to wonder if I should possibly maybe cancel Comicsology Unlimited. Uh, but there's still I still have books in my queue that I haven't read yet. I just started reading uh, some last night, and so maybe I should read those before I. What do you read them on? On my phone. Okay, 
uh, suggestion. This is what I do because I'm super cheap. Download all of them if they will fit and then cancel. Um, and then you and keep then them. Keep them, but you get, uh, well, this is the, this is the tricky part. Um, see, for my tablet, it was easy because I could just turn off Wi-Fi. There was no data. But um, as long as when you use Comixology app, you have to make sure you're not connected to the internet at all when you read your comics or else it will know that you're like you need to basically anytime you use that app, you need to turn off your data, your Wi-Fi, everything. And you can basically read everything you want as long as you want until you're done. But the moment it sees you're online, it'll know that you're past your subscription date. But so, yeah, for my tablet, I just turned it off without the Wi-Fi. I, I think for like a good two months, I just kept reading my books because I had them downloaded still. And as long as it doesn't and it's not. So it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like you can borrow it as long as you want, as long as you're not on the Internet. I'm going to try something real quick, because one of the things that um, StreamYard is supposed to let you do is share your screen. OK. I'm yawn. I'm yawn. And I should be able to pull up that. Um, well, maybe it's not going to let me try it later. I remember seeing button. one or two things on the list that I thought was interesting, but but I, I, I honestly can't remember what they are now. Oh, well. Okay. Okay, next question. Have you heard about the new Mel Gibson movie? No. Wait, called maybe Fat I Fat Man. No. All right. Wait. Do you... Wait. Do you are we, did I need to get closer to the screen? Because we look like we're getting conspiratory. It's right. just like... All right. Shh. Do you want to watch the trailer? Sure. Okay. Like I said, StreamYard is supposed to let me share my screen. Okay, let me get closer. Can you see? Yeah, I can see it. Okay, let's uh, let's watch this trailer. Okay, should we? Can we comment, or should we just be quiet the whole time? Well, if if I I, I have a feeling that once it hits a certain part in the trailer, let me just let me just say this before we start. No, don't don't spoil it's, it. Don't spoil it. No, I'm not going to spoil it at all. Okay. Um, but I, I had never heard of this and a buddy of mine texted me the link and just said, can this be real? And so I watched it and all I said to him in return was it better be because it looks awesome. Okay. Let's so here we go. Okay. Should I be able to hear anything? Oh, you can't hear it. Yeah. I can't hear anything. Hold on. You can't hear anything. Okay. Hold on. Let me see if there's a way to, or I can just play at the same time you play yours. Just both hit, hit start at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Let me look up fat man. Because I can hear it. And now I don't know if that means that the people live streaming, if they can hear it. Either. Yeah, let's not spend five hours trying to just tell no. me when you're going to hit. Tell me when you hit play. Okay, tell ready? Play. Three, One, two, three, go. What do you think of that? I, I need to see that now. Yeah. Is that coming? When? This year? This Christmas? Um, let's see. It says, uh, well, be. it should be there now. Well, it says in select theaters, November 13th, on demand and digital, November 17th. So it should be available now. I, I, I assume that's real. I'm gonna it looks real. real. I know that, that people have spent a lot of money to make fake trailers before, but I think this one's real. And I really hope the folks who are watching this video could hear all that because otherwise that would have been like two minutes of really boring video no, it's stuff. Real. But it's yeah. real. Although this person's review is saying that the trailer is great, but every additional second outside of the trailer is feels like padding. So I that happens. They, yeah, like the trailer is the best part. Usually the trailer is the best part, but I have to see that. I just oh, want. Well. My only question is like, what is the government paying him for? Because he said this is a one-time deal, but I guess I'll right. find out. Yeah, that looks great. I thought it was going to be like another retired superhero movie. Yeah. Yeah. Going into that trailer, not knowing what it's about is it's just like, wait, hold on a second. That looks like is, something is, you would write. 
Is he Santa Claus? Yeah. He didn't get the job because he's fat and jolly. I need to see that. And I loved uh, Walton Goggins, the fighting dummy with Santa Claus's face on it. Yeah. I love Walton Goggins. I love him. He's Did you ever watch um, Justified? No. No, you should. Okay. I don't know if it's on. You're giving me a list of things to watch. Yeah. Well, it might not be available on any. On, what, what streaming services do you have? Right now we have Disney Plus and Netflix. Yeah, I don't. Although um, I got the free one, Peacock, because I, I was trying to find out where you can watch Battlestar Galactica, because I think my son would love that show. Yeah. And the whole thing's on there. I mean, it has ads, but they're ads. Yeah, it's all right. Remember when we had to watch ads? Yeah. Remember back in the day. I feel like ads are worse, though. Like, I will... I think they make the ads bad on purpose now, especially on Spotify. They are so annoying. Like, I think they do it on purpose so that you really want to get the free version or the, no, the, I agree. the paid version. I agree. Because when we had Hulu with the ads, I, it's it's like the same three ads over and over and over. And again. they're, I mean, and I haven't seen horrible. Hulu ads in a while, but the Spotify ads are super. Yeah. We ended up getting Spotify premium just because we got the family pack. It's could all. Yeah. Have it on theirs as well. Yeah, and I don't mean annoying like how many there are. I mean the quality. No, yeah, they're just they're just stupid. Do you want to bet? And there's this woman that'll talk like this, and she sounds like she's like five years, like a sixteen year old in high school, and she has like this vocal fry thing. <laughs> and no, it's not because it's a woman. Like there's guys that talk like that too, and I just don't like it when anyone talks like this because all you have to do is open your throat up a little bit and take a breath and talk like an adult. Anyway, sorry, pet peeve. I'm okay. There we go, Comixology. Yeah, so here's Comixology. Um, of course, when I look at what's coming up in Comixology, I immediately ignore any of the Marvel books, which unfortunately tend to be the best ones. But that's because you have Unlimited, right? Yeah, I got Marvel Unlimited, so I, there's no point in me even looking at those. Yeah. But I'm trying to remember what it was that I saw. Um, I was really excited to see Something is Killing the Children, but it's only got issue one. Okay. Which, uh, this is a really good series. I've been reading it through Hoopla. Okay. Uh, Dark Knight, um, A True Story is incredible. I really, really, really liked it. You have that. I need to I need to read it. I started it and then got distracted. I highly recommend that one. All right. I'll, I'll have to get back to that one. Um, but Science Killing the Children is, is really good. I think I'll they just down, put down. the first collection on Hoopla. I have been, I had been reading the single issues on Hoopla. I liked it that much. But, um... Yeah, there's just not not a lot here. Mouse Guard. I don't think I read. Vo- I've ever read Volume Two, so maybe I'll check that out. Mm. I don't know if I've ever read that or not. What's the Mars collect? The Mars Attacks. Is that all the crossovers and everything? The Mars Attacks collection. Well, it's only 143 pages. Yeah, it's probably not. Like they had a whole thing where they had it crossing over with Transformers and GI Joe. I think at one point because I think it was because IDW was publishing it at the time, or was it Dynamite? Oh, it's Dynamite. I don't know. I could be remembered wrong. I could have sworn Mars Attacks crossed over with, with Transformers at one point. There you go. Rugrats and My Little Pony. You're all set. What else nah, do you need? No, nah, I'll give those a pass. A lot of Star Wars stuff on here. Uh, I might check out some of these TMNT books. Yeah. Um, but they only go back to... They got the first classic volumes in color. Mm-hmm. So those would probably be fun. Yeah. But as Superman far as the Earth regular... What's that? Superman Earth 1 is good. Yeah, I read that. Um I remember enjoying it, mm-hmm. but the TMNT only goes back to volume five. They may have the other four already on unlimited, Okay, but Hoopla has a lot of that stuff too, but yeah. it depends how many Hoopla books you can get a month. They got Wolf Cop, which is something that I would always see on my uh, uh, Netflix in one of the, one of the, you know, like adventure or, or whatever categories. And I used to joke with my kids, let's watch Wolf Cop tonight. That I'm looks sure awesome. They love that. 
And dad's probably not as funny as he used to be in their eyes, I assume, correct? No, not anymore. Uh, So not interested in a Cobra Kai comic book. Have you seen the show? I enjoy the show. Yeah, show's good. I don't understand the point of a comic book. I I thought the GoBots looked slightly interesting. Um, it's got a really, very it's got a very nostalgic cheesy feel to it. Yeah, I was never really into the GoBots as a kid, so I don't know if I would have that kind of takeaway. Probably from the not. Comic I was into the GoBots just because I was a Transformers GoBots. Anything that transformed, not they got a lot of these Godzilla books that Dave Wachter did. Mm-hmm. Did he do I've the never, interiors too? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's all Dave Wachter. Very nice. Never read a Godzilla comic book. Have you ever? Have you ever read? I read one. It was. It was okay. It was about. A, I think it was about a hitman or a guy from the mob that I don't know. I don't know if he was trying to kill Godzilla. I never got past the first couple issues. Um, there's just too much to read. I, I tried it once, and I just maybe someday if I catch up on my books, I might try a Godzilla book again. I do want to see. I. I didn't. I did not care for the last movie. Like when they remade them, they made not the most recent remake. The one before that, I thought was incredibly boring and slow. Um, but the, the new one's got the girl from Stranger Things in it. So I might see that one if it's ever on Netflix or something. But I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. It had more monsters in it, which is always fun. Yeah, um, I'm picking your nose with my cursor. I should sweet. stop doing that. I'm going to move the cursor. <laughs> and of course, they've got uh, slated the whole Godzilla versus King Kong, which I think should be pretty cool. I hope so. Did you see the King Kong movie, Skull, Skull Island? Island one? It was, it was better than... It was better than the Peter Jackson one, I thought. Yeah. Um, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was fun. That's that's all I had on my list. I wanted to... Well, I, I uh, for the first time, I started selling comic books on eBay. Oh. And uh, they spoiled me right away because the very first book I put up there was Amazing Spider-Man number 300, which is the first appearance of Venom. And maybe I maybe I lowballed it, but I put it mm-hmm. up there for 300 bucks. And it sold in five minutes. What? Yeah. And I was like, holy crap, I'm going to make a fortune off this site. Uh, and so far, everything else I've put up, nothing. And it, it could be a lot of work, too, if, if the stuff's yeah. not something people really want. And you had, and you had, then you have to worry about whether the quality you chose for it's going to be right. Are they going to like give you bad feedback? Are they going to want to return well, it if it's not what they wanted? I've been talking to folks that I know that sell comic books online. And the one piece of advice that I got was to... Don't try to grade the comic book yourself. Put a bunch of pictures up. And so I, I make sure I get a, a a good picture of the cover and a good picture of the back. You can put up to 12 pictures up. So then I do yeah. close-ups of each corner, front and back. And that's usually enough. And then I just they the advice was just put in your description. I am not a professional comic grader. Um the the buyer has to decide good idea based on the photos that's if a this is a idea. comic worth buying. And okay. Like I said, I sold the one and it was in pretty good shape. Um, and he gave me a positive review or, a, or at least a positive rating. Mm-hmm. Um, I put up Spider-Man 301 and for a hundred bucks and I had a guy offer me. It's weird because you can you can put them up for auction yep. or just put them up to buy now. And I so I put them up to buy now. But then you can also set, you know, it's like a hundred dollars or best offer. And then you mm-hmm. set a minimum for people if they want to offer you know, don't accept any offers that are below this amount. Right. So he sends me an offer for a hundred bucks and my, I'm scratching my head and I, well, that's what I put it up there for was a hundred bucks. Why are you offering me a hundred bucks when that's what I'm selling it for? Yeah. And then I noticed he had put a really weird message in there that said, have one question, text me at, and then put his phone number in there. And I'm, no, I'm like, no. I'm not, I'm not texting you. That's not going to happen. Yeah. 
So I went ahead and just accepted his offer. Oh. And now it's just sitting out there, um, sold, but the guy hasn't paid for it yet. Well, at um, least I think at least you have it for buy now. I, I sold a couple of things recently where it was an auction. But um, it, when it's auction, there's a lot of people lately that just they don't they don't they don't follow up. They don't pay yeah. for it by now. They have to like once it sells, they don't get it until um, the payment goes through. I think that's the best way to do it right now. Well, and they the okay. So I'm only allowed to sell a certain number of items a month for a certain amount, and I think that's just because I'm new. It's my, yeah. my first time. So because it, it's like a $500 a month limit, and because that first book I put up was 300 bucks, uh, the second book was 100, dollars and then I put up um, Hellboy, um, Seed of Destruction, those four issues. Put that up for 75 bucks, and nobody's yeah. Nobody's getting so now I gotta wait until because I've got a couple of I've got a the next one I want to put up is Uncanny X-Men 266, which is the first appearance of Gambit, and I'm seeing that sucker go for like 150 bucks. Yeah. So, so you're like doing your homework. The the one nice thing about auctions is if you don't want to worry about what it's worth, like sometimes I'll just put it for a dollar and I just let the market decide what it's gonna go for at the end if I don't really care how much I'm gonna get for it. Um, and sometimes yeah. that works out well, but the bottom line, the, the, the bad part, once again, is that lately there's just a glutton of people that just will, they just like, they get a new account and they just don't pay for half the stuff that yeah. they win. They start bidding just for the fun of it. And then, yeah, but yeah, but I'm, uh, I'm a, we really, I tell you what, when that, because when I sold that again, it really spoiled me. Cause I'm like, all yeah. right, it's going to be this easy every time. But, yeah. uh, because I'm a new seller, I, the the guy paid for it and then eBay had PayPal hold on to the money until he got the comic. So I sent the comic, he got it, he gave me a positive review and then I got the money. Um which we we really needed. I mean, with Karen not working, it's like I'm trying to figure out how to make more money without going out and cuz like if this 2 years ago I would have just went back to work at like a freaking Walgreens or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to go out into the workforce, you know, be exposed even more than, than I already am, you know, just going out and getting groceries every once in a while. But yeah. So my wife said, well, you know, you got those comics up there you've been meaning to sell. And I said, yeah, I got one down here already that I think is because I keep, they're all up in the attic and they're not sorted. And some of them are, are in just horrible condition. Right. But I had brought some down a while back and that issue of Spider-Man was one of them. And so I started asking folks online that I knew sold books to get as much advice as possible before I started. And yeah. as far as pricing, the advice I was given was go to uh, like mycomicshop.com and mm-hmm. see what they're selling the book for. But then also go to eBay. And he said that he finds the same book, but you can you can filter it so you can only see what's been sold. Yeah, that's what I do. So you can and see I, what they're I go what by they've most gone for. Too. Yeah. And yep. so then I just and and you can you can like this this uh this Hellboy collection I have up uh the four issues after a certain amount of time it it will automatically reduce the price a little bit. Oh, will it? If it doesn't sell. So you can really? set it up that it's like after good. a certain amount of time it'll reduce the price automatically by 5%. That sounds good. Or something like that. So like you know that. you just I didn't know it did that. Yeah, you just put it up and you don't have to you don't have to worry about it again. And you're selling Hellboy Seed of Destruction. Yeah. Um, Which that's that's one. It's like I had no idea what to price it because I was seeing it for $10 for all four issues all the way up to $150 for all four issues. Okay. So I just put it up for 75 to see what would happen. 
But if anybody's interested, I got a crap ton of comics. I just started a new Instagram account called Steven Sells Comics, which Mm -hmm. I've started to put stuff up there as well. If folks want to basically the idea is going to be like anything that's that I have that might be considered high priced. I'm going to try to put it up on eBay and then other stuff. uh, I'll stick out on that Instagram page and see if I get any bites. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, at least you have some positive feedback because that's sometimes the hardest thing is to get your first couple sales up there so people can see that you're not like it's it's when I see a seller that's at zero, I tend to yeah. not want to do it until. Yeah, because you just have no idea what what they're doing. Yeah, I just have the one because I've only sold one thing. But yeah, you know, it was nice because uh, I set it so that um, I paid for shipping. So the moment it sold, I was able to print out the the shipping label from home. And once yeah. you print out the ship label, they they mark it as shipped. Mm-hmm. And then I packaged it all up, took it down to the post office the next day. As soon as they scanned the mailing label, it, you know, it shows up on the tracking on the website as being at the post office. And it was it was in their hands within. I mean, uh, I think I I think I put it down there on I sent it down to the post office on Tuesday or Wednesday. Right. And even with um, Thanksgiving, they had it Friday. I think they had it yesterday. Nice, because the post office is super busy right now. Yeah, yeah, and I, uh, yeah. I actually just applied to a job being a mill carrier for the post office. So we'll I did see how I, that goes. I did that for a while. Did you? What do you think of it? I didn't like it. Okay. Um, but then I'm, I'm, uh, I don't like to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, most people I talk to, I had a friend that worked there for years and he hated it. My sister does it right now, but she's works at the desk, but she hates it too. Like I don't know anyone that works in the post office that likes it. So. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. My dad retired from the post office. Okay. He had, when I was really little, when I was born, he was an air traffic controller. Do you remember the big air traffic controller strike in the 80s? No. He was, uh, is one of the big things about Reagan's presidency is he was going to end that strike and get them all back to work. Okay. And uh, they ended the strike and fired. So my dad, he went back to school for a little bit, but eventually he ended up working for the post office. He took the civil service exam and that's where he retired and he liked it. It wasn't like he wouldn't spring out of bed every morning and go, can't wait to get to work to deliver that mail. But he didn't hate it. Um, I didn't like it because I went in as a, it was like they needed seasonal help. There was a certain position that they would create around, uh, you know, the holiday season where you didn't have to take the civil service exam but you were considered temporary. Yeah. And, but because it was a civil service job, if you got hired, you were required. It's they, they were required to give you like, it was like 11 months or 15 months of work. Okay. Um, and I delivered mail and it was me and a, a, it was like a, there was like five or six of us that came in and our job was to basically cover the routes for people who were sick. Hmm. And you learn really quickly that a lot of these folks who, um, have their own route, not all of them, but some of them who have their own route, they know exactly how long it takes to deliver that route. And if if it takes them only two hours to deliver it, they will go out there and they'll milk it for like five hours because they don't they don't want more streets. They don't want more addresses added to their route. And so you get these young folks that come in here and they don't know any better. Oh. And so we get out there and the route in two hours and it pisses them off. Yeah. I would and imagine. so some of them were literally making up infractions to uh, take to our bosses on many of us. We'd be called into the supervisor's office all the time. So says you're not delivering their mail. It's like, um, I don't know how that's possible. I go out there with the mail. It goes into the boxes. I come back with no mail. I don't, 
yeah. understand how I could not be delivering my own, you know, because they don't want you delivering their route. They don't want you look making them look bad. Right. But once you learn that, you know, just don't make just don't make the others look bad. That's right. Well, it's a job. Jobs. Yeah. Jobs are never perfect. Usually. No, and they pay. They pay pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, um, only comic book thing I can think of besides uh, we talked about She Hulk. I am on the second masterpiece collection, Masterworks collection. Mm-hmm. That's a zany book. That's got it's. It gets kind of silly. Um, if, yeah, I don't know if you know, but her first love interest is Zapper. He's got this. He's he's a white guy with a big afro and like the handlebar mustache and 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 it's just there's this whole like She Hulk starts showing interest, but Jen Jen Walters doesn't like him. So. It's a little weird. Like she becomes She-Hulk, and then they have a thing going on. But in Zappers, it's just it's it's an old comic, and it's but it's got this one storyline with um with a uh, Man Wolf, J. Jonah Jameson's son. It's it's crazy. Like it just he's like the the star god of a microverse, and it just doesn't make. And it's inside She-Hulk's body. It doesn't make any sense. I think he was doing drugs when he wrote this story. I was reading it. I'm like, I have no idea. I'm just going to skim through this part of the book because this makes no sense at all. Yeah, that's Zapper. That's Is that him. Zapper? <laughs> that's Zapper. I feel bad for Zapper. I, I, I'm rooting for Zapper. I want him to Is, get... is Zapper like a nickname? Or I, is I it would like hope. Jim hope Zapper? <laughs> it's his Bobby Zapper? What's his... I mean, they what's... call him Zapper. I hope it's a nickname, and his parents didn't name that. Um, ever... And because of like one case, um, Jennifer's uh, She-Hulk's father hates... Well, first, she, he thought she was dead for like three issues. When she's alive, he's so happy, and he'll never take her for granted again. And then one time she decides that she's going to defend a criminal or a guy that's been a uh, Morbius, the living vampire. She decides to defend him. Her father basically disowns her because she's defending someone that's a criminal. And like, he hates her now. It's just weird. It's just, it's a silly comic. It's not written with a lot of, um, it's just silly. Like father's glad she's alive. Now he hates her. It's nothing to do with her. And it's just like over the top. Can't stand his daughter. And it just, it's who was writing it at the time. I, uh, I don't recognize his name. Uh, but apparently he wrote quite a bit of stuff back then. Uh, but I have I had not heard of him before. But apparently he's done a lot of stuff. He did a lot of the the um, the Marvel children's line in the eighties. Like uh, they they did a whole bunch of uh, uh, kids books in like the mid eighties that I remember. And I think he was responsible for a bunch of those. Let me look it up. This is always fun for a podcast to to fact check. I'll look it up really quick. Uh, not saying. Oh, it's saying who it is for the newer books. Mm, well. Well, why don't we talk about something else and I'll look it up all, or we want to wrap it up. Might want to wrap it up. Yeah, we can probably wrap it up. I, I've reached the end of my list. Me One too. of the things I would like to try to do with this live stream is I, I tried to, well, for example, I tried to go out today and see if I could gather up some comic book news and we could just talk about some of the news stories. But I went to like Newsarama and I went to CBR. Newsarama seems to be full of video game news uh, since it's now owned by a game side i think games radar or something yeah and uh cbr had just a crap ton of news stories but they were all like uh this happened in this latest book and so that means that i I don't know they didn't it didn't feel like when i think of comic book news i'm thinking of stuff like uh so and so and so and so are are teaming up to make this new book yeah i feel like comic book news is not comic book news anymore sometimes the stuff that they consider news is just really not interesting to me I get that they have to have comp content. <clears throat> it's like they feel like if they don't have a new story going up on the site every 30, then they're not doing their job as a, as a news yeah. website. And I get it. But that just means that you have to filter through all kinds of 
non-news to find the real news. And I joke all the time about the news stories that are that come out that are like Matthew McConaughey once said in an interview that he might that's, consider thinking about being exactly in a superhero kind of movie. I'm, that's what I'm talking about. That's not news. Yeah, it's not. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I think about. about being in a superhero movie all the time. Now, if you're going to tell me that Matthew McConaughey is going to play Zapper in the in the new that would actually TV be a really show, good that would be pretty be a awesome. really good casting considering <laughs> what Zapper acts like that would be perfect. Um, oh, David Anthony Kraft is the name of the writer. Yeah, do not recognize. Him. I, I've never heard of him, but apparently he's he wrote a. a quite a bit of stuff he wrote man wolf which is probably why he brought man wolf into she hulk but that's a crazy trip is, is man wolf i'm assuming is different than werewolf by night yes yeah that's j jonah jameson's son and he's like got a red oh that's right just and he's got white fur um yeah i don't see anything great in the news either lately so yeah i'm i'm tapped out for stuff to talk about too well um Okay, so we can wrap this up. Just want to remind everybody that next week I'll be talking to Frank A. Rincon. I don't have anything uh, that he and I are going to talk about specifically, but I'd like to be able to, uh, like I said, maybe talk about some news stories or, uh, I don't know, I'll figure it out. Frank's always oh. got some good stories to tell. I want to I want to tell Frank the story behind the um, the little thing I put together for their that they played on their episode last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he I think he'll appreciate that story. So if anybody else cares, tune in. Um I have reached out base well, I'll I'll say I've reached out to each of the three members of Half Hour Wasted. Um I've gotten a definite I got a definite yes from Frank, and we actually again scheduled for next week. I got a definite yes from Brad. We don't have it scheduled yet. We just know it's going to um happen after the final episode of the the current season of the Mandalorian hits. We, he and I are just going to talk about season two of the Mandalorian. I've reached out to Bill. Haven't heard back from Bill. Well, don't if you know get Bill on, on, you don't have to worry about any topics. You just put him on and let him start talking and you'll have a good yeah. three hour show. <laughs> I'll just go. Just go. <laughs> yeah. Let her rip. Love you, Bill. Uh, I have reached out to, um, I'm not going to say who it is. You know who it is. I've already, I think I told you, but I don't know if you yes, know who you it have. is. But I reached out to one of these, Indie nerdcore rappers I really enjoy, and and uh, he's going to be on the show at some point. And I'm slowly making a list of other people I want to I want to reach out to and bring onto the show. Okay. Um, and then every once in a while we'll just bring you back, Harold. Did yep. you get my? Did you get what I meant when I said you could be my Charles Grodin? I didn't. I just kind of smiled, nodded. Um, <laughs> well, did I know who I, he is? But he used to be on. A, he he would come on Letterman a lot. Okay. Like once a year, Charles Grodin would come on Letterman, whether he had something to promote or not. And okay. he he basically so he was kind of a regular. He was like one of Letterman's regulars. He would come on a lot, and people look forward to Charles Grodin being on because he would spend the entire time just as if he was super annoyed that he had to be there. And he <laughs> like he acted like he didn't like David at all, and he would just scowl. And it was. It's it's some great TV if you was if it you ever, an act or was he really not happy to be there? Oh, I think it was an act. I think it was all an act. Because um, I could do that if you want. Just <laughs> yeah, I you should play a game in the background. Look it up on you. I'm sure they've got some on YouTube. Just look up Charles look up. Grodin on on uh, David Letterman. But I want to grab yeah. one of my cats and hold her up to the to the camera, but she's eating. I would do the same, but then they would claw my face off. Oh, okay. The new cat though is pretty awesome. The one the stray that we brought in uh-huh. because he uh. He was um, 
he'd come by every once in a while. My daughter would leave out food for him and then she'd start sitting out on the porch with him and, and he would just hang out. And he obviously used to belong to somebody because he's, he was uh, very, very, very at ease around people, okay. but he's missing. Well, he's not missing an eye, but he has some kind of scar so that his he's obviously blind in one eye and the the eyelid is practically sealed shut at this point so he's and cable. the ear on that side of his face is shorter looks okay. like he either got in some kind of wicked fight or he was born with some kind of birth defect but uh you need to give him like a, a fake metal metal arm and like some oversized guns and well and he's fur white he was super muscular when we brought him in because living out on the streets and he's kind of a big cat anyway he's Compared to our other cat, his skull is almost twice the size as the other cat. And I, I joke that he's part mountain lion, but he's uh, he's really chill. He just likes to just sit so around. You're and, spoiling him now. He's living the life. Oh yeah, he's he's getting a he's getting a belly. Um, he uh, yeah, he just he just chills. He's like he likes having that roof over his head. Yeah, I imagine your uh, connection's much better this time. Good. I, I hope so. I, I have to assume I froze a few times, but. It was like um, for a second. It was only like twice. So it's, it's much better. I started watching the last stream once we were done and I start freezing like right away. Yeah. And I was just really, I was really not happy with it. So I'm glad this is kind of working out. Makes me feel more confident about future, future streams. Harold was always fun. What? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. It was always fun talking to you. Where did uh, that? It is, was, but then it Harold always, it, died. It was always fun. <laughs> no more. No okay. more is it fun. Talking is this to how you're going to fire me? It's, it's not working out. Harold, uh, we need to talk. Yeah, we just cut backs. I have too many guests coming on, and we just didn't bring in the numbers I needed for, you know, you didn't break, you don't have the star power I needed. Nobody's, nobody's leaving any comments. I was sure that if I, you know, I, I said, if you wear a hat with an anchor on it, people are going to flock. They're going to, they're going to want to say things because there's nothing better than an anchor hat. What is, is that like a marina? No, it's, um, Outer Banks. I don't know what that is. It was. It's a place to. It's a. It's a beach. It's a place people like to go on vacation. Yeah. So Outdoors. I'm a big fan of nature. I just prefer to view it through glass. Okay. It's just me. Okay. All right, Harold. I will talk to you anon. Word. Anon. Word. Okay. okay. I'll let her know. I'll say, hey, my okay. mom. Harold said, right. word. Goodbye to you and all your fancy words. Yeah. Have a good week, my you brother. Too. Bye. Out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 